Podcast of Poseidon is a spoiler-heavy podcast. That's an understatement. We're going to discuss not just the events of this book, but the Rydenverse as a whole, and really anything that we feel is relevant. You can find full spoiler warnings in the show notes. The the Tumblr god that came about that was this, the daughter of Hades and Persephone that got a lot of people to believe was a thing, but actually came about in like 2015. Is this a book? Bo- does this need to be a bonus episode? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's up to you. You can you can look into it and you can decide that one for yourself. Oh, goodness. I don't know if I can dive into the Tumblr archives at my age. I'm 28, DJ. I've served my time in the Tumblr wars. Oh. Maddie, do you want to share? Were you, were you a member of the oh. Tumblr wars? <laughs> Did you survive the battlefields? I think I had a Tumblr for about six months and then i was like this is not for me so much work hello mortals monsters and myth lovers alike you're listening to podcast of poseidon we explore how ancient myths become modern pop culture Braiding Rick Riordans, Percy Jackson, and the Olympians. This is Chapter 32, Apollo. I'm your co-host, on loan for the Hunters of Artemis, Darian Smart. Joining me is my co-host and brother, hailing from the Waystation, DJ. Uh, how's everybody doing today? The Waystation is pretty nice this time of year. That's all I got to say on the matter. I think that's all you should say on the matter. But before we get into that, we got to swing by the camp store to make sure we have everything we need. DJ, guess what I found in the camp store? Is it our new patron? It is a big thank you and a big welcome to our newest God tier level patron, Dionysus the Drunk. Thank you so much, man. We do appreciate it. And thank you to all our other patrons. Mm -hmm. Your support means so much to us. It really does. All of you make us feel truly hashtag blessed. Just a reminder, supporting a patron isn't the only way to support the show. If you can't afford the sense, which we totally get it, we appreciate your listenership, you can support the show without paying a dime by rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcatcher. You can go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash podcast Poseidon to see all the places you can rate the podcast on your device. Thank you to everyone who's gotten us to five stars on Spotify. Now, we got to shift to a serious note. We're all aware of the ongoing crisis in Ukraine. It's a terrifying, heartbreaking situation. This month, for our monthly Patreon donation, we'll be donating to UNICEF Ukraine. UNICEF has been providing emergency response to the conflict in eastern Ukraine by supporting health, nutrition, HIV prevention, education, safe drinking water, sanitation, and protection for children and families. We currently have six patrons on Patreon, so we'll be donating an additional $20, bringing our total donation to $26. We know it's not much, but we want to do our part to help children where we can. You can learn more about UNICEF Ukraine at the link in our show notes. Thank you to our patrons for making this donation possible. And now, on to the show. All right, Gigi, are you excited? I'm pretty excited. I'm very, very excited because I know how much you care about Apollo. I am. I mean, yeah, I'm super stoked about Apollo. Mm-hmm, Apollo. Uh, and- but sadly, you are going to shackle me this episode. Yes, though we are speaking of Apollo, we will not be commenting on the trials of because our guest today, co-host of the fabulous Fatal Flaw podcast, Maddie, RNBSN, is only on book two. Maddie, say hello. Hello, everyone. I thought it was book three. Hold on a second. I'm halfway through book three. Okay, okay so, so has only read that's... the first two. <laughs> so she's read half the series. Okay. That's true. 
I got the way station. I understood that reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good job, DJ. <laughs> so, yes, we will only be discussing Apollo as he appears in Percy Jackson Olympians and maybe a little bit in Heroes Olympus, but, like, honestly, not a lot going on there either. Yeah. But, DJ, to make it up to you, how about this? We will do a bonus episode over on Bunker 9 that is solely Trials of Apollo, and we'll go into everything. I'm very excited about that. Is this an acceptable Laurel Peace Offering, the Olive yes. Branch? I will accept your offering. <laughs> I, wonderful. So, Maddie, tell our listeners a little bit about you, and what is your Ryanverse affiliation? Why are you here? Yeah, uh, why am I here? I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, I have almost no qualifications, but I'm just excited to be here. Um, so my name's Maddie. I am one half of the Fatal Flaw podcast. So we are a Percy Jackson podcast that instead of going book by book, chapter by chapter, we explore themes as a whole throughout Percy Jackson and the Olympians and Heroes of Olympus. It's super fun. Totally an excuse to talk about Percy Jackson with our friends. We have a great time over there, so check us out. And I'm here on the Apollo episode because I am an RN. I am a registered nurse. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about my godly parent, which is Apollo, the god of medicine. So (laughs) kind of halfway. Yeah. No. when (laughs) When I was going through and listening to Fatal Flaw for the first time and you mentioned, oh, yeah, like. I think my godly parent is Apollo. I like have a spreadsheet of things I learned about the other <laughs> podcasters to approach him with like, would you like to come on my podcast and talk about this topic that I know interests you? Just my little <laughs> breadcrumbs. Hello. Come play, come be our friend. And I, I was in the spreadsheet. And then later on he said, actually, I think I uh, affiliate more with such and such. And I removed that from my brain. I don't even remember who you said because it was completely disruptive to the narrative I wanted to spin. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> i think it was it was frey from magnus chase the yes, norse god so magnus. totally irrelevant he is not in my brain today i don't totally. care about him but all maybe, about apollo maybe when we do the magnus chase books after this percy jackson run you may come back and discuss frey with us thoughts yeah feelings? yeah yeah <laughs> tight but for now we're still in greek mythology still in percy jackson and we're learning about apollo so, Maddie, would you like to kick us off? Tell us, what do you remember about Apollo from the Percy Jackson books? Okay, Apollo, he shows up and he drives a bus, mm-hmm. or he has Talia drive a bus, mm-hmm. and he's pretty obnoxious, and we don't really like him yet, mm-hmm. and I don't think we ever do. <laughs> That's just a lie, but continue. <laughs> And this is why I didn't let you do this part today, DJ. It's fine. Maddie, go on. I think that's about it. I don't that's know. Really I, it. No, yeah. He doesn't show up very much in the Percy Jackson books, I, I don't think, unless he's I'm a, missing something. He's a platypus. He doesn't do much yet. Not yeah. He doesn't put his little hat on yet. He's not. He's just Apollo. So, yeah, that's... Just a platypus. They don't do much. They don't do much. He's just Apollo. He doesn't do much. Yeah, I don't think Rick had the book series planned out yet. I don't think he planned on Trials of Apollo yet at this point. Maybe not yet. Imagine. I don't know. It's very hard to see to know what he does and doesn't have planned out because he leaves breadcrumbs all over all of his series. 
that, well, that he pulls back later for the next series. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, Apollo's big thing in this book is that he lets a 15 year old drive the sun chariot. That's old enough. I was fi- I was 15 when I was driving. The sun chariot. <laughs> Fuck, it might as well have been. That car was cool. <laughs> she was a tree for a while. She so, a like, while. you know, when you were 15, you hadn't been a tree. Uh, but when mm-hmm. Talia is 15, <laughs> she had been a tree. And also, she's hadn't even had the experience of going from, I was 12, and now I'm 15. She was, I was 12 four days ago, and now I guess I'm 15. Babe, you're still 12. I don't care what 15. aging your tree stuff has gone. You are 12. So, yeah, the Apollo, I think. Well, DJ, do you want to tell us a little bit about Apollo? And I'm, uh, again, you have a little inch, a little tiny baby inch. What do you like about Apollo in this series? Uh, do, you, do you mean in, in Percy Jackson? Yes. The one we're talking about right now. I do I do like Apollo. Yeah. I think he's a fun character. Mainly because mm. again, for its time. Yeah. He's supposed to be the typical dude bro Chad who has a mm-hmm. nice car, looks he really good. Maserati spider. Like a, yeah. Yeah. He he's just he's supposed to be that stereotypical guy. And it's not like it's overly offensive about it. He's just I'm a cool dude. There you go. That's all we get to see from Apollo. Yeah, he rolls up. Percy describes him as looking like 17, 18 years old. Kind of gives him Luke vibes, but like definitely more laid back. Apparently less trauma on the surface. Less uh, less traitorous, if you will. Uh, yes, I do believe that is correct. Yes, less traitorous <laughs> is a good word. That's like an SAT word. Gosh. <laughs> as Talia describes it, hot, and I do appreciate the pun. Yeah, it's very good. I think all of the gods really have like maybe one or two big scenes that they're like, here I am, here's what I'm about. And then they just exit stage left pursued by Bear for the rest of the series and are mentioned periodically or show up for like council meetings and shits, but don't do anything. In the Titan's Curse, Apollo does show up. Wait, no, hold on. Yeah, Apollo does show up later and he's super cool about it. Like he shows up as an old homeless man. It's like, yeah, I got you guys a ride. <laughs> Yes, he he does do that, which is a classic uh, Greek, ancient Greek trope, the gods to disguise themselves as beggars. Like, Athena does it a lot in the Odyssey. So Apollo shows up and he's got them. Hey, there's a train. Hop this train. It'll take you across the coast. There's a train with a bunch of nice cars on it. Yeah, it Like, is. Lamborghinis and, like, Mercedes and shit. No, they don't drive <laughs> these cars. They everybody just sit gets in these the, cars. Yeah, they sit in their cars. It's like, everybody gets their own. And it's just a train that takes them all the way to New Mexico. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so it is legitimately useful. We should underline that he does only help them because their quest is to rescue Artemis. And that's fair. And that's fair. I would only but- help, like, if it's somebody that, like, I don't have much of an association with, but their quest is to help you, Darian, I'd help them out a little bit. Aww, DJ. Aww. I appreciate you. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Percy doesn't appreciate this as much because he is on a quest to save Annabeth and he's a little myth that Apollo literally couldn't care less that there is a a mortal girl also in danger. His one and only focus is someone messed with my sister and because of these fucked up ancient laws, I actually can't do anything about it. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) 
You know what? Take what you can get, Percy. Yeah. It's ancient Beggars laws, can't be it. choosers. Except for when it's Apollo. Yeah. And he's pretending. <laughs> Beggar yeah. is the chooser. Yeah. So Apollo is a fascinating character in Greek mythology because he's just a god of so many things. Like, all of, like... They're all gods of, like, a lot of stuff. Like, usually more than one. They'll have spheres of influence. But Apollo specifically is the god of archery, music and dance, truth and prophecy, healing and diseases, the sun and light, poetry, and more. That's just from the Wikipedia page. Wikipedia couldn't even be bothered to tell me what was and more. They just decided, ah, yeah, like 12 is enough and more. He was the Greeks' Gary still. Yeah, DJ, exactly. Like, Apollo was literally described as, like, quoting Edith Hamilton here, the most Greek of all of the gods. Like, he is literally the golden boy. Like, the Greek version of the all-American boy trope, plays football, gets good grades, volunteers on the weekends at the soup kitchen. Like, the idea of what makes a perfect being, that was Apollo for the Greeks. Also, the reason he has all these godly uh, jobs is probably because he's an amalgamation of a bunch of pre-Hellenistic deities, but that's not what this podcast is about. (laughs) I just thought it's fun to note, because once again, everything comes from somewhere, and there's no one right way to say it. But now we could talk about the sun god thing. We could talk about the archery thing. It's a big one. The healing, the music. We could talk about the prophecy thing, but I, again, fear that the prophecy is going to tread a little too much for DJ to handle. A little bit. So, since Nurse Maddie is here, we're going to focus on the healing factor. Yes. Which is super fun because it actually kind of sort of never shows up in the Percy Jackson books. Uh, it shows up in Will's Solace. I don't know what you're talking about. That's literally it in shows... my notes, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it shows up a little bit in Heroes of Olympus, for sure. Mm-hmm. And a little bit in Will Solace. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't mention it a lot. No, Apollo himself isn't rolling up and showing off a lot of healing stuff. In as I remember in Heroes of Olympus where it shows up, it's him telling the heroes they have to go to his son, Asclepius, who is the god of medicine. And so I, I found After that After he in- specifically picks them a flower, though. Right. Well, it's got to be picked from Artemis or Apollo. Okay, but... That's the ingredient. <laughs> that's yeah. actually healing. Artemis could have done it. It's not healing. No, but Artemis was going, talking to the girls. As she does. As, I think it's just Hazel? Who's in that? Not the episode. It's Hazel and Frank. <laughs> yes, so that's, so yes, exactly. It was Frank and Hazel and Leo getting the stuff for, they had to go talk to Asclepius because he is a god of medicine and he's going to make the physicians cure. In Greek mythology, a lot of the whole Apollo as a healer, like that association with healing, wasn't super prominent with him as like, the archery, the sun god, the the prophecy thing was by like these Hellenistic times. It was a lot older, and by the time we're getting to these stories that we really have recorded and we kept telling and really reference, that doesn't show up a lot. But it's still there's still like epitaphs where they say like ask talking to Apollo for healing and referencing Apollo for for healing and stuff. But it really manifests a lot in his son being the god of medicine. That's like where the core of that comes from 
Asclepius. Uh, Asclepius, yes, which is uh, fascinating because... Caduceus. Are you just saying words? No, it's just funny because they're in Smite, there's this thing called the uh, Asclepius' Rod mm-hmm. that increases healing to allies oh. around you by 30%. Does it and increase Caduce- your healing? Yeah. Well, it's just I- like an aura. And oh, then uh, cool. Caduceus' Shield, which does the same thing, but it's a defense item. <laughs> That's all. No, that's really good. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, much like how it end Greek storytelling, Apollo's son is really where that healing manifests. So too does it in the Orionverse, because it really is Will Solus where we associate most of the healing with Apollo. Because I really, again, will stand by this. Pretty sure Apollo doesn't heal a single person. I don't think so. I don't think I so. Don't think so. Will Solus does all of it. Yeah. Will Solus does a little bit too much healing. In my opinion, for a 16-year-old boy. In your literal <laughs> professional opinion, Maddie, do you think Will Solis needs to, like, maybe step back? Well, I think Will Solis needs to go to medical school before he starts <laughs> sewing people's limbs back on. Because that's just too uh, messed up for me. Magic, though. He is literally sewing, though. It's not like he just puts his hand on there and they, like, they mend back together. Dude is doing stitches. Well, yeah, you could do stitches, but I bet it heals faster than if a normal doctor did it. Well, yeah, but they're also eating nectar and ambrosia. <laughs> exactly. They're demigods. So uh, all of this data is completely skewed. This is an outlier and should not be considered in this work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not seeing any sterile technique with his We don't know the facilities stuff. that Camp Half-Blood have in terms of I, medical. But I think we can <laughs> guess, and I don't... It is just the Apollo cabin, I'm pretty sure. I, I bet... <laughs> I bet <laughs> Wilson's like, hey, hey, uh, uh, Connor, Connor, go grab me some vodka. Okay, I can make this sterile. This is Connor definitely oh has God. vodka. The Hermes cabin definitely has vodka. Didn't he no. send the Stoll brothers to CVS to, like, get yeah. a bunch of medical supplies and, like, steal a bunch so, of stuff? Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Looting and, and off little Sunshine Boys, like, pay for that. And we're all just like, don't. <laughs> don't pay for shit like you were saving the world that is payment enough go steal some band-aids and definitely some red bulls go do, the go do original the original universal healthcare for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time we had socialized medicine in america it's amazing it is it, is. it was during a fucking titan siege <laughs> oh right. my gosh no so here's a fun game I played. It was called Find a Myth Where Apollo Healed Someone. Mm-hmm. And when you search Greek mythology Apollo healing, you will find every single f- entry that mentions Apollo because the SEO is like, yeah, Apollo god of healing. Uh-huh. And cannot determine that what I'm looking for is a myth where he actually heals someone. I'll and just say like, Apollo heals story. Mm. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, yeah, got a medicine. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Do you want to hear about what happened to poor, poor Daphne? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't, actually. Do you have anybody else for me? Mm. God of archery? Maybe? Ooh, Cassandra. How about Cassandra? I'm like, I'm also not. Oh, but how about, how about Hyacinth? Do you want to hear about the Hyacinth? I really don't. Internets. So like, <laughs> I'll go to my girl, Edith Hamilton. Look at the puzzle entries there. Yes, he is God of Healing. No, he doesn't heal anybody. Well, it says, I found one uh, in the Iliad. He sends down a plague, but then he heals it. Oh. Actually, 
Yes, DJ, that is something I note. Is it the you only are, <laughs> you, you, are, you are far more likely to find him causing harm than healing someone in the Iliad. He He's sends also the down god the of pl- plagues. Like. He is the god of plagues. He sends down he sends down plagues arrows because the Greeks have offended one of his priests. By taking her by taking his daughter and dragging her off to be a sex slave. We will get to that later. Actually. Hey, hey. Shout out to Apollo for uh, standing up for his for his priest. Actually, yeah. To be fair, Athena sure. didn't do that. No, Athena didn't do that. Hey, Medusa. Athena, Athena uh, took it out on her priests. Mm-hmm. In fact, <laughs> this is not Athena's episode. No, it's not. Yeah. In the Iliad, Apollo also does a little bit more healing for Hector. He heals him after a like a serious injury during the war and like rallies him. He also steps in to save Hector a bunch of times. Apollo really, really hated the Greeks during the Trojan War. Like, I don't, I don't he was, blame him. He was not having this. <laughs> and he's oh, directly man. responsible for how everything plays out because he keeps helping Hector. But that's really one of the only times I could find like the, this stuff in the Iliad and then... In Plato's Symposium, of all places, right, hold on to your seats. This is, I had to do a lot of deep dive to figure out, I have not studied Plato a lot yet, and I'm sure I will have to eventually. So Plato's Symposium is this work where Plato is recounting a dinner party, at least this part of it, between Socrates and Aristophanes. Sure. I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, that's Ooh, how the, you pronounce that. Yep. The latter being a Greek playwright, also the father of comedy. Yeah. This is not a oh. fun detail. This is important for what I'm going to say next. Yeah. This, and this is fascinating because this section is where people mostly quote like, oh, Plato's opinion about soulmates. So this is where that story of once upon a time, all the humans had two faces and like, Four arms and four legs, and they were super powerful, and they were really unruly, and they were just a mess to deal with, and they didn't respect the gods. So Zeus cuts them all in half. And that's why every human is running around looking for their soulmate in this incredibly monogamous take on what love and romance is. Fun fact, in the symposium, it is the Greek playwright, father of comedy, who is the one telling the story, which may indicate... Plato's actual feelings regarding the concept of soulmates because it doesn't sound like Plato was a super fan of this guy. That's neither here nor there, but I did find it interesting and important context for when folks really, really on the internet like to say that Plato believed in soulmates and hear what he had to say. And they just leave out that context. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's just like a bad stand-up routine that Plato is making fun of. Yeah, basically. Uh, But the reason I mention it for this conversation is because in that myth, Zeus calls on Apollo to put the humans back, not together, but like mend them so they don't die after he ripped them all in half. So that's why humans look as they do now, because Apollo fashioned their form to accommodate for missing their literal other halves. Hmm. Okay, so Apollo is who I blame for being ugly. Oh, well, <laughs> no, Apollo's who you blame for having four limbs and a head. Apollo's who we blame for not having an extra arm to help with rock climbing. Uh, 
and balancing. Can you imagine if you're carrying all this stuff and then you also want to pick up your Policy cat? Policy we blame for not arm. having a tail. I don't think the humans had um, tails beforehand, DJ. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know, he could have given us, like, balanced a tails. A tail bone, Darian? A tail bone? You're right. Apollo really could have fashioned us tails while he was at it. Davis, us, Davis wants us all to live in Final Fantasy land where we all have cool appendages. That'd be fun. Actually, Having a tail would be sick. For, like, balance ex- or, like, for grabbing things? Yes. <laughs> okay, noted. Interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, can you imagine? Like, like, no, like I, I just have a tail up here, and I'm sipping on my fucking Mountain Dew, holding it with my tail. No, Mm-mm. no, because here's the, be here's the problem: they'd be fleshy and weird. They wouldn't would be they? like a swoopy cat. Or would tail, they be like? Would and they be wouldn't like, be cool like, and scaly a like mane. a snake tail. A mane or accessories? I no, I act. Mm. We could we could get I, a tail yeah. sock. I wildly hate that you went with sock and not like ring or jewelry. We have to. Why stop. would you have a sock? I hate you this. can't. Then you can't grip things with it. This has gone off the rails. You guys are, talking <laughs> about. You guys are crazy. Oh my god, you guys are insane. So- okay, we are the yeah, we are the crazy. Yes, we are the we are the so- yeah. the, the sock monkeys. tail man. We're the problem. Monkeys have fur. Yeah, and then we shave a monkey. He still looks fine, and that I tail is still useful. I don't. I don't. I think that's true. I don't think the monkey is fine. I don't know what you guys. You guys are. I don't know what you guys. So okay. I mean, hey, hey. If you guys are listening, tweet at us. No. Would it be cool? (laughs) What What kind of tail would humans have if it was cool? Cool. Okay. Tweet it. Yeah. Tweet at us because DJ's on the Twitter. Don't talk to me about this on Instagram. (laughs) Do it on Instagram too. Talk to her about it. No, I will block (laughs) you. I don't care if you're our most loyal patron. Like, who's to say that the tails wouldn't have fur? Cat people. Cat people got fur on their tails. What? <laughs> so one time Apollo they got the gave hair King no and no, the ear. No, no, stop, stop. <laughs> one time Apollo came, gave King Minos donkey ears. That's what I have. That's what I have. That's for healing. Uh, yeah, that's healing his ears into an ass. <laughs> because one time Apollo and Pan got into like a musical jam sesh competition, and it was wrong. Well, here's what's fascinating. So Apollo was declared the winner of that. King Minos was there, but he wasn't the judge. The judge picked, like, Apollo wins. And everyone's like, yes, of course Apollo wins. He's like, oh, music. okay. So then, and then Minos King Mi- said, oh, that's wrong. Pan was better. Uh, King Minos said, I preferred Pan, actually. So Apollo just gave him ears dull enough to match his senses. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's clever. That's very and good. And then Minos got real into hats after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Got. <sighs> so, like I said, there's not a lot in terms of mythology when we're focusing specifically on the healing factor of Apollo. Uh, there are, I found two occasions where he teaches folks healing once. So, one time Dionysus declared war on India. Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question mark in my notes. He mentions that in the in Rick Riordan's series. Yeah, I can't. That's I I can't. Anyway, so uh one of the people who is on this war mission is one of Apollo's sons who falls in a river and nearly drowns, and Apollo saves him and mends him and then teaches his son better healing techniques and then sends him back to Dionysus to help with that. Aritasis? Aritasius? Sure, why not? That's how that's pronounced. 
he's also said to discover beekeeping, which is just one of those things that I love about Greek mythology, where it's like, here's this thing. Also, this guy was the god of beekeeping. Apollo or his son? No, his son. The guy who was <laughs> fell in the river. He discovered beekeeping. Discovered beekeeping. Mm-hmm. Right on. So we have him to thank for honey, I guess. No, I actually really like that Super because yeah. one thing that I like swear by is like hot tea with honey when I'm sick. You know and what? So yes. I, honey is great. I love that. I'll, I'll defend honey from anybody no. who tries oh, to say agave is better. Agave is not better. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine thinking agave is better than honey. Yeah, no. Honey and hot tea. Like I will, I will turn it into basically a honey brew when my throat hurts. Like a little bit of tea, it's mostly hot water, and then that thing is I've changed the consistency of the solution. Jeez. Uh, okay, I probably won't make, recommend that, but you know, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know if that's very good. No, for your no. <laughs> no, but it makes my throat feel better, and I'm grumpy. Leave me alone. I'm sick. No, that's fair. I feel that. That's okay. Uh, you can do great. whatever you want when you're thank sick. You. Oh, thank you. Yes, you have. You have no laws. There is no laws for when you're sick. Last thing I have in our mythology segment is Apollo had really, really bad luck in any of his romantic endeavors. Like, astonishingly bad luck. And it's rough. Yeah, relatable. (laughs) Like, like, and we're not going to get into all that. Like, you know. If you know, then you know. But one time, it actually seems like it worked out fine because he was fell in love with this mortal Iapis and he wanted to give him the gift of prophecy. And because that's kind of Apollo's move. He's like, "Ah, I really like you. You're cute. Let me show you the future. And that generally actually doesn't work out for anybody. Yeah, and maybe well, I wasn't that the dark prophecy. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I don't know if it, did that work out there. So, so, well, I said it doesn't. I said it doesn't usually work out well. So Iapis, maybe he has heard that this doesn't usually work out. So instead, he says, "How about you teach me how to heal, so I can prolong my dad's life because he's old and sick." And Apollo says, "Cool." And then he does. And uh, Iapis is said to have been the doctor of Aeneas and healed him after the Trojan War, mm. which is a big deal since Aeneas's descendants go on to found Rome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right or on. not. Well, it, dep- it honestly does Depends depend on who, on you, who ask. you ask. I'd say Rome was pretty positive. They invented some cement. good stuff. Did some bad stuff, but what I mean, society but hasn't? What civilizations don't? Fair enough. Since we're talking about this, Apollo is the first god mentioned in the Hippocratic Oath. It starts that's with, cool. I, yep. Sorry, Maddie, go on. Oh, I was just saying that's cool. I I don't know the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. I never took an oath. Yeah, <laughs> is that not a thing <laughs> nurses have to do? So we took uh, we took an oath of caring or whatever, mm-hmm. but it basically just said like I'm not gonna do anything to hurt anyone. But it wasn't like the Hippocratic oath. Yeah. Well, okay. and I think like I think like most doctors aren't taking the Hippocratic oath. Like they're not swearing to Apollo the physician and Asclepius and Hygieia and Panacea. It's very much more along the lines of the basic the basic principles of what the Hippocratic oath stands for, and it's I'll heal anybody and I won't do no harm. Yeah, basically that's that's the that's the idea. But I thought it was interesting for talking about him as a healer, even though we don't have a lot of myths with him running around. Like, if you want to see Apollo shooting some arrows, you've got that in spades. Sun god bet prophecy all over the place. You want to see him healing? It's a little hard to catch, but 
as I said, like he I bet was there, so, there are other things about it that are a little hard to catch because he's just so many, so many. But like as I said, like it's so it's still intrinsic to the nature of Apollo and how he was mm-hmm. reviewed, not reviewed, how he was viewed in ancient Greece. That you have him being cited first in this whole decree that physicians would take. It's also one thing interesting I found is that like Apollo's like his whole thing is like healing and in this sense like warding off harm like evoking his name to ward off like evil and harm essentially and that not just representing like healing physical damage but like this overall sense of wellness and there was this uh philosopher Olympiodorus the Younger who wrote extensively about Plato yet Plato making a comeback in this episode who would have guessed it who would have thought it here he is again <laughs> don't call it a return he never left <laughs> but in one of the works uh Olympiodorus writes these two, Asclepius and Plato, Apollo did beget, one that he may heal bodies, the other to heal souls. So there's also this association with Apollo, like, healing the psyche. And and I want to bring this up because I think it's interesting to view Apollo as, like, the god of mental health. I thought that was Dionysus. Well, Dionysus maybe is a, <laughs> a god of a state of mental health. He can He can cause it and heal it. Well, you know what? In our Dionysus episode, we really only focused on his party god aspects, so maybe when we circle back. <laughs> maybe when we get to Battle of Labyrinth, then we bring up Madness. Then we'll get there. Yeah, we'll circle we'll no. dive into that a little bit more. But yes, I liked that. That was pretty I good. Found, I mean, I did find it on a Tumblr blog, and it took me a long time to be able to confirm whether Olympodorus was an actual real dude who actually wrote about a, a Plato. <laughs> so it was another one of those, Olympodorus. like, is this real... So, with all of this context we've just learned, how do we feel about Apollo? I love Apollo. I have mixed feelings about Apollo. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he mostly just causes medical problems instead of fixing medical problems. Yeah. Well, he's the I, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just, like, throw that out that maybe he's to blame for COVID. I'm... I don't want to lay blame on one person, but if we're gonna but if we're choose gonna, one, like, <laughs> if we want to blame someone there, I mean, I think Apollo is as fair a blame as anybody, really. Yeah, and I haven't run into him in the front lines taking care of COVID patients, so exactly. Uh, you don't know. He could be doing. He could be doing his thing in the back lines. You don't know. Well, Gods are very you. indirect, you know. Yeah, and Maddie, he sent you so. Oh, well. Oh, well. There you go. So, we got to touch this because it's a pod- podcast episode and we got to hit on a little bit. Anybody got any favorite versions of Apollo from pop culture? Uh, yes, in the hit series Trials of Apollo. No, okay. Apollo- <laughs> 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 is like, DJ has officially been muted. <laughs> I can mute I'm it. not done here. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Yet I realize I have this little soundboard I should play with more often. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, do you have? I can't say that I've run into him anywhere else. No, that's fair because when I, even when I was intentionally trying to dig up other examples beyond the two I had from the top of my head, I could not find any that were substantial enough to be interesting. Yeah, he's in the God of War series. Don't talk to me about this. I wasn't going to. Oh, no, okay. not, no, I, sorry, I didn't mean you, DJ. I meant, like, the general universe. 
the general universe. Like, yes, I know. Obviously, Lord I think Olympus. he's. I think he's in a video game. He's in a few that I've played. But he's not in Hades, so which is oh, wild. See, I was gonna say I think he's in Hades, but I was like, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even like one hundred percent say that he is, and I guess he's not. So he's never not mind. In Hades. Just kidding. God, I love Hades. He isn't, and I will bring it up because I brought it up in the last two episodes, so I have to keep that hot streak going, get that turkey three for three. He is in the Lumberjane series, which is a comic book series by Boom Studios that are like, very much, it is a comic book about uh, all, it's like about a girl's camp, and they're just hardcore lady types that are in a cryptic woods and doing cool shit and making friendships that'll last a lifetime, and it's super fun and very sweet, and I love them all so much, and the listeners have heard me go on and on about it. Uh, but one of the first arcs is all that you discover, all the trouble that this camp has been dealing with, with the boys' camp along the way, has been caused by Artemis, who has disguised herself as a camper, and Apollo, who has disguised himself as, like, one of, like, the sergeants at this, like, military, comma, Boy Scout camp? And I did find that to be a weird, like, I feel like very un-Apollo-like move to disguise himself as the authority figure, as, like, this very, like, gruff sergeant type, although when they are uncovered, he does immediately turn back into a teenage boy, so... <laughs> and that's it that's not very interesting apollo doesn't come back so the the few things that i can think of apollo being in mm-hmm. he's not in a lot he's definitely not in a lot that i've mm-hmm. played and it, it, it is a little unfortunate that he's not in this game i've been playing called what the fuck was the name of this game davis titan quest <laughs> <laughs> titan quest sorry but he's not in this he's not in it which is it, it, it's it's funny it's a fun game, and right now I'm now I have <laughs> I have realized that they actually go to different pantheons throughout the story of this game. Ooh. I thought it was just going to be Greek, but it's not. Uh, but fun. he is in Smite, and <laughs> it'd be ah, a damn shame if we did a God episode that I didn't touch down upon mm-hmm. their God in Smite. Mm-hmm. You gotta. We make time for it. It's in the schedule. Yeah, he's a hunter, <laughs> which is an ADC, and his whole thing is you want to build attack speed. The main draw to him. Uh, this is Ult, which is the Sun Chariot, and it's called Across the Skies. You call upon it, you hop in it, mm-hmm. and theoretically can last forever. And so, like, you're above the battlefield, you can see everything okay. going on, you can quickly get there, and it can theoretically last forever. The only reason it doesn't, and the reason I say theoretically, is because it's mana-based, and it consumes, like, 10 mana every, like, 0.2 seconds or whatever. Okay. So it gets a little crazy, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a lot of fun because every now and again they'll have a game mode come by, and you have infinite mana. Oh, I love playing Apollo when I have infinite mana. <laughs> no, because then I could just hop into it and I get to do a little scouting across the whole map. The maps uh-huh. are big across the whole map, and then I just jump back down and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. That sounds actually sounds like very good. Strategy. A lot of times, these game modes also have cooldown rates <laughs> of eighty percent, and so then it's on like a twenty second cooldown. <laughs> My God! Okay, <laughs> it's a blast. It sounds like a blast, honestly. Also, be a damn shame if we talked about Apollo to talk about space. He is well, this, I mean, what they name after the space stuff. I mean, yes, Apollo was like the, the Apollo cinematic. <laughs> was so cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> it took a second. It took a second. Yes. yes All of yes. NASA stuff. And like, honestly, and that's Apollo a lot Space of games missions. that I realize. Anytime I search Apollo game, 
mm-hmm. comes up with a bunch of space games. <laughs> I mean, that definitely leans towards Apollo more as, like, the sun god figure. And it yeah. is worth yeah. noting, because I do like it. But since we are discussing Apollo as, like, you know, the healer, and since we have an actual healer, an honest-to-God's medical professional here, I thought we'd maybe take the opportunity to get some professional opinion on some wild-ass things that have happened to people in Greek mythology. This is a game I call Mythical Medical Maladies. Maddie, would you like to play? I would love to play. Awesome. Before we begin, we have a disclaimer that I would like you to read, DJ, because you have just a, a rather serious voice that I oh, think. Oh, thank you. I appreciate this needs that. To be, yep, I'm going I'm to drop it to you in Discord real quick. I think you're just like, you should read this so we are, all of our, our good bases are covered. The following segment is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing the host or their guest, Maddie, say should be taken as actual medical advice. If you're experiencing any ailments discussed in this episode, call 911 or seek out counsel from the physician, which I don't understand why you would be experiencing some of these ailments since they're all mythological in nature. But just in case, <laughs> just in case, call I suppose, a doctor. We, none of this is meant to be medical advice or opinion. I just know that if we didn't put that in there, you would Somebody put out this episode mad. and someone would message me and be like, hey, my uncle's cousin's. Great he got petrified by Medusa the week. other day. <laughs> yeah, like, what do I do? And I I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Don't don't message Maddie about this. Don't don't at her. Don't at us. We don't know. But on that note, Maddie, a patient has come in and they have been petrified by Medusa. What should they do? Oh, man. Well, first of all, they should really invest in some, like, gardening tools for their neighbors because they're probably going to be staying in a garden. <laughs> you want it to look nice. But I think a treatment for that, what do you even, how do you break down concrete? I don't even know. Okay. I guess, so if they're stone, they would be pretty cold. Mm-hmm. So warm blankets mm-hmm. and hot tea. With honey? Uh, it's a little too thick. <laughs> okay. Just hot tea. <laughs> Any, is there a specific kind of tea you recommend? Um, we used Lipton at my hospital, so uh, that's all I got. This you isn't have, sponsored, wait. though. No, they're not sponsored, so Lipton makes no money. Uh, or we make no money from Lipton. <laughs> but what, what do you, per- Maddie, what type of tea do you like? What's your go-to? So, oh, can I tell you my tea story? This oh is God, a recent, oh my God, recent thing. So I was recently in Idaho mm-hmm. <laughs> on an assignment, and on my last shift, or second to last shift, I was like rifling through the break room and I was like out to steal things because Mm -hmm. that's what you do. You got it. And I found found this tea and it was Tazo brand and it was French macaroon or macaron. And I tried it and it was so freaking good. So at every Target and grocery store that I went to, I looked for this tea, could not find it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then I was in St. Louis visiting my family and I found it. So I would recommend it. <laughs> it's super good. And then my roommate, my roommate texted me, my roommate in Seattle texted me and was like, hey, what's that tea that you like? And I was like, oh, it's this one. I just found it at Target. And she's like, I found it at the grocery store. And I was like, yay. So I can get it here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Super good. Okay. That okay, was a so, little aside. So I don't have to <laughs> mail you tea. Wonderful. No one mail Maddie tea. She's got it. But I love that. So you said it was Tazo French macaron. 
Yes. Fabulous. Nice. So go, I will definitely, well, I was going to say I'd try it, but clearly you can't find it in my area, so. No, you can probably find it in Idaho. <laughs> no one knows. I don't know. You can find it at the hospital. At I will go whatever. to the hospital. <laughs> like, don't, I don't want your Lipton. Bring me the Tazo. <laughs> <laughs> now you know they have it, so you can get it from them. They have it. We know it's there. <laughs> awesome. Well, DJ, do you, do you want to take turns? We can go back and forth. Uh, well, I was going to give an answer for the Stone to Stone one because I thought it could be fun as well. If I could. Oh, okay. Are we going to do an okay, actual, yeah. Maddie, actual medical professional, DJ, actual professional nonsense? Yes. Perfect. DJ, please go. Tell us how we, what do we deal with it? Well, there's a, there's a few ways. Personally, I like the classic running water. I think getting that running water right over the stone. A lot of times you'll see even the stone just melts away a little bit. Uh, Kiss from a dryad, very good one too. <laughs> yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. it just wakes up the nature inside of them and then they become normal again very okay. very classic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes i see that or just kill medusa and then everybody just is that is that what back. happens not at all no, no. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how you do it no. she's not like a master vampire she's not yeah, a master no. vampire so are you telling me this isn't actual medical advice? Like what you said was not correct or? I mean, it could be. Have we ever encountered somebody who turned to stone? Via Medusa? I feel like that's the part one to underline that it is in fact a stone caused by Medusa because I feel like there's probably a condition that maybe is similar. Okay. But speaking of tea, here's your next patient, nurses and Davis. Your next patient has come in. <laughs> They have been transformed into a mint plant because they were stepping on some up on too close to someone else's husband. What do we do? Okay, well, I think first we have to figure out who turned them into a mint plant. Okay, it was Persephone. Okay, because that's important. Because I oh, think okay. a lot, of, yeah, I think a lot of people can turn people into plants. Mm -hmm. This is true. So um, now that we know that it was Persephone. I guess we just have to call Hades, get a prescription, mm -hmm. and pick it up at Walgreens. I don't know. Pick prescription for what? Who knows? Obviously Walgreens, yes. Here's some lines. Go get it. Okay. DJ, what do you got? Well, you know, the classics. Uh, running water. Get it on the plant. A little bit of sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten times, running water cures everything, apparently. Like an old-timey doctor with cocaine. <laughs> there it is. Get your cocaine. Uh, Here's your snake water, oil. Get it on the planet. Get all, all in the leaves, the roots. Give mm -hmm. it some sunlight. You know? They're going to grow in no time. <laughs> You're just trying to nourish a mint plant for your tea? Yeah. <laughs> You're just describing being or, a plant owner. <laughs> or Kiss from Persephone works like a joke. <laughs> Here we go. Um, let me pull up. I've got them like organized. Here's we're gonna step it up a little bit. Let's. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Okay, okay. Oh, so your next patient, real fucked up, cut down uh, one of the trees in Demeter's sacred grove and turned it into a banquet table. Now he's been cursed with insatiable hunger. If he doesn't get cured, he's gonna literally eat his own flesh. What do you suggest? Okay, lap band surgery. Hmm. I don't know. I just pulled that out of thin air. But I mean, if yeah, if you have lap band surgery, you can't eat as much and anything you eat just goes right through you. So 
wouldn't make him eat as much, I guess. I think and that is what we are looking for here. All right. DJ. Okay. <laughs> are the real medical professional? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Professional the, mytho- <laughs> the mythological medical professional. Uh, a little bit of running water down the esophagus <laughs> is going to fill the stomach up quite nicely. You're not going to want to eat as much because that stomach is full of water. That's or just could- bad diet advice. Drink or- water all day so you're not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or you can either both start with KI. I bet you know where I'm going with this. Kiss or kill, your choice, Demeter. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are we playing on fairy tale rules? It's funny. <laughs> Very simple, clear, concise answer. All right. It's funny. Here's, here is our most extreme case. This is the last one I got for you, and it is the most extreme. It's going to take all your professional experience. It's all to your medical wisdom, all your training to help this patient. This patient gave, informa- gave wisdom to the humans when they shouldn't have and pissed off Zeus, and now their liver is being eaten by eagles every day. What do you recommend? Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. I think... Um... A little running water. <laughs> <laughs> Works like a charm. Running <laughs> running water for the the missing liver. This is this is a good one. So I think obviously we're gonna have to go liver transplant, mm-hmm. and instead of transplant medications that you would take to keep your organ from being rejected, we're gonna have to go with maybe some like barbed wire around the area keep those out to keep the eagles out diligent wound care to make sure that these eagles are not getting in and then also i would say probably animal control Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm thinking of that scene from parks and rec where they ask animal control (laughs) to get rid of the infected birds and they come in with like a bunch of dead birds and they're like, what do you want us to do with these birds? That's what you need. You just need them to kill all of them. <laughs> kill the birds. Yep. You can pick this up at CBS. Walmart does not carry it. Perfect. Or awesome. Walgreens. Walgreens. Yep. 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 All right, DJ. I, I do think Maddie gave us, I think she covered it there, but I, I do. Like, it's only fair. Like, what do you got for us? All right. You got two options. Both start with K again. Think you know where I'm going with this? I don't. Except... Yeah, I mean, it could happen to multiple, multiple entities with this, right? Kiss or kill. Okay. As always, the eagles. <laughs> seduce the eagles. The barn rules to <laughs> seduce the eagles. Yep, yep, yep. Zeus. Zeus is an option here. Kiss okay. or kill. Uh-huh. Gotta go with kiss. Now, now that, yeah, that, mm. that wouldn't be the easiest route, I think. <laughs> but I think you'd have to deal with Hera after the fact, and that's a whole new ailment. You just announced my third option, Hera. <laughs> Hera, third option. Gonna be a little harder on that one. And the kill? Well, mm-hmm. that one's about a 50-50 chance that it does or doesn't work, right? But Zeus is also a stern man who likes a little dick every now and again. I think killing Hera would probably send the eagles after you mm-hmm. instead of your patient. Yeah. Is what would probably happen. Oh, this and, is for the patient to do. 
Oh, the patient has to do it. This okay. is me, this is no, me this giving is a prescription. Your prescription. I've been, you I've been giving a prescription <laughs> no. for them to do these things. Like, like I don't, the stone man, he hasn't left my office. So he just has the prescription post-it note on his fucking forehead. Your prescriptions huh. are on post-it notes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, they're like, they cheap. Come, like Like orange post-it notes, oh, so they're cheap, or- so they're not even colorful. They're just the yellow post-it notes. And it's not even actual post-it. It's knock-off no, I just, sticky I, notes. I, I, I have a stamp that I put at the corner of everything, and it's to notarize it, but I, a lot of times the, this is not the pharmacies legit. don't take it. But, like, you know, that's not my fault. What would Asclepius say right now? What would Asclepius say right now? I don't think he'd be impressed. He'd agree with me on most of those. These are mythological doctors we're talking about. I know the mythological ways. Do you? You know what? Actually, I think Pliny the Elder would probably be on DJ's side. (laughs) He's the closest we have to a primary source. So, fuck, I think DJ wins. Damn. All right. I don't think it's going to get better than that. Anybody else got anything before we get the hell out of this episode? Please actually see real medical professionals for your problems. Just just remember, little running water, kiss or kill. Maddie, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this episode and uh, <laughs> letting us trick you into chaos, I think is what we actually did. I think we tricked you. Yes. That's okay. That's probably, okay. Very probably. We're we're a cozy educational mythology podcast. Do you want to come in and play a game where we recommend water running water and murder? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. This yeah. was fun. You you have truly survived this quest and you definitely get to go to the big house and show off your trophies. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, so you can find Fatal Flaw on Twitter and Instagram at Fatal Flaw PJO. Mm-hmm. And we don't post very often, but we're there. You did- you did just return for two back-to-back episodes after a six-month hiatus. <laughs> we did. Very exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think we have 12 episodes instead of 10 now. So Congratulations. It's, that's a great number. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. It's been super fun. Maddie, thank you for being here. Really, this was really fun. I was really glad to, to have you come on and talk about this and share your, your wisdom with our audience. And your just charm and personality. Yes. And one more time, thank you listeners for listening. We will be back on Tuesday, March 15th. Until then, don't be like Zeus. Don't be like Zeus. Podcast of Poseidon is created and hosted by Darian and DJ Smart. It's edited by Darian Smart. The show is produced by Darian and DJ Smart, as well as Tim O'Connor, the crystal con man, Dionysus the drunk. Our music is Athens Festival by Martin Hayne, and our cover art is by Audrey Miller. You can find her on Instagram at bombshellnutshellart. Like the show? Ready for more? Support Podcast of Poseidon on Patreon. Just $1 gets you exclusive bonus content. Find out more at patreon.com slash podcastofposeidon. Can't spare the drachmas? You can support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by sharing us with your friends. Find all of our episodes and episode transcripts at podcastofposeidon.com. Thanks for listening.